Good evening. Welcome to Mary Queen of Peace Parish as we celebrate the eighth Sunday in Ordinary Time. A special welcome is extended to those who are visiting with us today and to anyone returning home to our parish community. You are always welcome here. We have a few announcements. This weekend is Giving Weekend in the Diocese of Pittsburgh. All parishioners should have received a letter with information about the 2022 Parish Share Appeal. Please fill out the form which is attached to the letter indicating your pledge or one-time gift and return it to today in today's collection basket. You may also return it to the parish administrative office. There is also room on the back of the form to list any special intentions that you would like us to offer up in prayer. In today's bulletin, there is information about upcoming synod listening sessions that will be held for our parish. The meetings will be in person and over Zoom. Please plan on attending these important sessions. Please see the article in today's bulletin regarding the change in the daily mass schedule and the confession schedule. These changes will go into effect beginning Monday, February 28th. This coming Wednesday is Ash Wednesday. See today's bulletin for mass times and when ashes will be distributed. Our parish fish fry begins this Friday. The fish fry will be held in the parish administrative center on the south side. See today's bulletin for the lunch and dinner menu and how to place your order by phone or online. The fish fry will be for takeout only right now. Please share this information with your family, friends, and neighbors. The diocese has lifted mask requirements for those attending and participating in mass. At Mary Queen of Peace Parish, extraordinary ministers of Holy Communion will continue to wear masks when distributing communion. And out of love for one another, we still maintain an area for those who wish to continue optional physical distancing. Assisting us today as our lectors are Mary Pakatinskis and Joanne Paradise. Our cantor is me, Megan Corder. Our organist is Steven Steinbauser. Our celebrants are Father Peter and Deacon Frank. Now please stand if you are able for the entrance procession and join us with one another as we sing number 457, Sing of Mary, Pure and Lowly, number 457. Good evening. Dear brothers and sisters, we are gathered in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. 
Welcome to the celebration of this eighth Sunday in ordinary time. In addition to all the other petitions that we shall make during this holy sacrifice of the Mass, I would like to kindly invite you to add one intention. Please pray for our brothers and sisters suffering in Ukraine today. Pray for the families that are trying to find shelter and food. Pray for the people that are engaging in this terrible crisis that the good Lord will soften their hearts and will show them the right path to take for the good of us all, for harmony in the world, and for peace, both in Ukraine, in Russia, in Europe, and all around the world. Let's start by acknowledging our sinfulness before our God and before one another, asking for mercy and forgiveness. Lord Jesus, you are the king in whom we seek. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Lord Jesus, bring peace upon our world and ourselves and in our hearts. Christ, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord Jesus, you sit at the right hand of the Father to intercede for us. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. And may Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and lead us to life everlasting.
Hallelujah. Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to people, to people of good Let us pray. Grant us, O Lord, we pray, that the course of our world may be directed by the peaceful rule and that your church may rejoice untroubled in her devotion. We make this prayer through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. A reading from the book of Sirach. When a sieve is shaken, the husks appear. So do one's faults when one speaks. As the test of what the potter molds is in the furnace, so in tribulation is the test of the just. The fruit of a tree shows the care it has had so too does one's speech disclose the bent of one's mind. Praise no one before he speaks, for it is then that people are tested. The word of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be to God. A reading from the first letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians. 
Brothers and sisters, when this which is corruptible clothes itself with incorruptibility, and this which is mortal clothes itself with immortality, then the word that is written shall come about. Death is swallowed up in victory. Where, O oh death, is your victory? Where, O oh death, is your sting? The sting of death is sin, and the power of sin is the law. But thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, my beloved brothers and sisters, be firm, steadfast, always fully devoted to the work of God, knowing that in the Lord your labor is not in vain. The word of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be to God. from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Jesus told his disciples a parable. Can a blind person guide a blind person? Will not both fall into a pit? No disciple is superior to the teacher, but when fully trained, every disciple will be like his teacher. Why do you notice the splinter in your brother's eye, but do not perceive the wooden beam in your own? How can you say to your brother, brother, let me remove that splinter in your eye, when you do not even notice the wooden beam in your own eye? You hypocrite. Remove the wooden beam from your eye first, then you will see clearly to remove the splinter in your brother's eye. A good tree does not bear rotten fruit, nor does rotten a rotten tree bear good fruit. Every tree is known by its own fruit. For people to who pick figs from, for people do not pick figs from thorn bushes, nor do they gather grapes from brambles. A good person out of the store of goodness in his heart produces fruit, good. But an evil person out of the store of an evil produces evil. For from the fullness of the heart, the mouth speaks. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. 
As we continue on in today's gospel, what we've been following for the last few weeks is Jesus' Sermon on the Plain. And if you remember, we started out with the Beatitudes. Blessed are those, blessed are we. And then we got the how to treat people out of love, to love our brothers and sisters without counting the cost. Now we come to this point of how not to judge people. I know it's kind of hard, and we kind of do it almost absent-mindedly, even when we're walking down the road, driving a car, or anything that we do, we could be grocery shopping or even watching TV. We see somebody, and just with a snap, we've made a judgment, maybe by what they were wearing, a piercing, the clothes they wore, the color of their skin, their ethnic background, anything that was going on in their lives, you judged by one split second. But we do it all the time. I mean, you can walk down Southside, you can see many different things that go on any given day, especially March 17th. John will attest to that. But you see many different things going on here in our own community, and we judge them without really knowing them. And we're so quick at it, too. And we think of our own lives, what we do, and we look at people, we judge them automatically. And the thing is, we don't realize that people are doing the same thing to us. And we have a, a quick defense and say, well, you don't know me. That's well, true. But we don't know you either. But yet we're still making that judgment. We kind of think of the people that we do see in our lives that we know nothing about. We may see that one that's sitting over in a corner. She's very quiet. Or we may see the other person in the other corner who's very loud and likes to laugh. Or maybe that person, that gentleman who doesn't want to stare at or make eye contact with anybody. And we sit there and we judge them. That person over that course, she's too shallow. The one that doesn't make eye contact, I don't trust that guy. Or maybe the girl who doesn't have, likes to wear, I would say, not a lot of clothing. She's cheap. But do we really know the story behind them? Maybe the girl who's quiet is trying to keep her composure together because she just lost her dad. Maybe the guy who doesn't make eye contact with anybody is suffering from post-traumatic stress syndrome, who happened to come back from the war and is having trouble dealing with just daily lives. Maybe the girl who doesn't have too many clothes on doesn't feel well about her own self and feels that the only way people can look at her or even talk to her is by the way she dresses. She has a little bit of self-esteem issue. But we don't know that. But we were quick to judge those people. But Jesus is telling, if you notice in the gospel, how Jesus uses the parable about the beam and the speck. And we notice how the other person has the speck and we have the beam. Because we see very little of the people that we judge. A simple snapshot in time and we judge their whole lives. But maybe like Jesus tells us, Maybe we should remove the beam out of our own eye. Maybe we should look in the mirror and say, today I'm going to try not to judge 
anyone. To do my darndest to look people with respect and dignity and maybe get to know them a little bit. Maybe go to that person who's sitting off in the corner and say, why are you so quiet? What's your name? Or maybe find help for the person who's suffering from the war. Or maybe tell the girl, you're better than that. You're a lot smarter than them. And have a little dignity and self-respect and tell them they are worth more what she has inside her mind and that her body. But aren't we the fruits of the tree to go out and spread the good news of our Lord Jesus Christ? That's how we're noted by love and action. That's what we're supposed to do. How would you feel or think about yourself as the fruit of the tree, using this, this wonderful, build, wonderful building as the tree, or our Lord Jesus Christ as the tree, and we are the fruit? Are we bearing good fruit? No, thing is, we have to do something internally for ourselves first, a little cleansing before we go out and bear more good fruit with our brothers and sisters. No matter what programs we have in this church, in this parish, we can have the best faith formation program, we can have the best young adult program, we can have the best of everything, we can have the richest parish. But once we leave this building, we should be known by the fruits of where we come from that they can look on us and know that you're a Christian, you're a follower of Christ, because I can tell how the way you act. Of course, when we leave this place, that's when so-called all hell breaks loose. We'll get right down to the corner. Someone's going down Sarah Street, blows through the red stop. If we're to be known by the fruits of the tree, maybe we have to go back to the, to the base a little, a little gardening, clear out the weeds, maybe clear out the beams in our eyes so that we may see clearly of how Jesus sees each and every one of us. He sees into our hearts and he loves us, and he wants us to do the same to our brothers and sisters. Love and action. To show compassion, mercy. Of course, we've got to show prayer, especially for our brothers and sisters in the Ukraine. Lent is near. It's Wednesday. And maybe if we could use this time of Lent reflect on our own selves instead of maybe giving up the, the chocolate or the candy or whatever. Maybe we can sit there and go, maybe I'm going to give up judgment and being judgmental of my brothers and sisters to really look at them and say, get to know them. Walk with them. Because we're all part of this journey get to heaven. And if we can help just one person by not judging and say, walk with me, talk with me, I want you to meet a guy, his name's Jesus, who loves you, who died for you, who cares for you. And he's willing to be with you on this journey if you allow him. Maybe we can use this time of the upcoming Lenten season to refresh ourselves to love, to care, and be less judgmental on our brothers and sisters. That we can bear wonderful, beautiful fruit 
and maybe just a little, make this world a better place. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible. I believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, born of the Father before all ages, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, consubstantial with the Father. Through him all things were made, for us men and for us salvation, he came down from heaven, and by the Holy Spirit was incarnate of the Virgin Mary and became man. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried, and rose again on the third day, in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven, and he seated at the right hand of the Father. He'll come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is adored and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. I believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. I confess one baptism for the forgiveness of sins, and I look forward to the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. God our Father, we now present to you some of our needs, confident that you hear us. Our response this evening is, hear us, O Lord. That all church leaders be guided by wisdom, discernment, and compassion, we pray. Hear us, O Lord. For the safety of our soldiers who are being deployed to the conflict between Ukraine and Russia, and for peace and hope for their families, we pray. Hear us, O Lord. For our parish family of Mary, Queen of Peace, may we hear God's call to be good stewards of his gifts of time, talent, and treasure by sharing them freely and joyfully from the heart. We pray. Hear us, O Lord. For all those in our prayer request list in the bulletin, that their pain and suffering be eased by our prayers. We pray. Hear us, O Lord. We go forth for peace and safety in the Ukraine. We pray. Hear us, O Lord. For all those who have died in our parish community, especially Leo Little and Dr. George McCollum, may they be welcome into God's kingdom. We pray. Hear us, O Lord. And we remember today all the parishioners of Mary, Queen of Peace Parish and all the intentions present on the altar, along with those we hold in the silence of our hearts. We pray. Hear us, O Lord. Now gathering our prayers together and calling on the loving intercession of our patron and mother, we pray. Hail Mary, full of grace, grace. the The Lord Lord is with thee. Blessed Blessed art thou among women, women, and blessed blessed is the the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, Pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Mary, Queen of Peace, pray for us. As our gifts are gathered and prepared, we sing number 588, I Have Loved You, number 588. I have loved 
Dear brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. May the Lord accept the sacrifice at your hands for the praise and glory of his name, for our good and all his holy church. Our God, who provide gifts to be offered to your name and count our oblations as signs of our desire to serve you with the devotion, we ask of your mercy that what you grant us as the source of merit may also help us to attain merit's reward through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Lift up your hearts. We lift them up to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and just. It is true, right and just our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God. For we know it belongs to your boundless glory that you, that you came to the aid of mortal beings with your divinity and even fashioned for us a remedy out of mortality itself that the cause of our downfall might become the means of our salvation through Christ our Lord. Through him, the host of angels adores your majesty and rejoices in your presence forever. May our voices, we pray, join with theirs in one chorus of exultant praise as we acclaim. indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, 
He took bread and giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when suppose ended, he took the chalice, and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. When we eat this bread and drink this cup, we proclaim your death, O Lord, until you come again. Therefore, as we celebrate the memory of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chance of salvation, giving thanks that you've held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world and bring her to the fullness of charity together with Francis our Pope, David our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your faith. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with Saint Joseph, her spouse, with the blessed apostles and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Per ipsum et cum ipso et in ipsum estivit Deo Patri omnipotenti in unitate spiritus sancti omnis honor et gloria per omnia secula seculorum Let's now pray to the Father using the words our Lord and Savior taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our day of bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days that by the help of your mercy, we may always be free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. For the, For the kingdom, kingdom the power, and the glory are yours now.
Lord Jesus Christ, to set your apostles, peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. And with your spirit. Let us offer each other some sign of Christ's peace. Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. An act of spiritual communion. My Jesus, I believe that you are in the Blessed Sacrament. I love you above all things, and I long for you in my soul. Since I cannot now receive you sacramentally, come at least spiritually into my heart. As though you have already come, I embrace you and unite myself entirely to you. Never permit me to be separated from you. Amen. Our communion hymn is number 891, Ave Maria, number 891.
Good afternoon. My name is John Vallee. I'm one of the members of the uh, Pastoral Parish Council. Um, I've been asked by Father Michael to come talk to you for a couple minutes about what we are doing with the synoid. Okay, we are um, there are listening sessions, and by listening I mean hearing each other. Um, a lot of us don't do that, especially me. Like when I'm at work, I tend not to listen to my colleagues because of the language barrier. And then I miss some important things that they're telling me, and then I have to go back and listen again. Say, I'm sorry, I didn't understand what you said. Let's try this again. So, and then once I do that, and I open my ears up, and I listen to what they're telling me, I get what they're saying. So these are listening sessions. I can't stress that enough. Listening sessions, okay? We will have some questions. We will ask you for your opinion on those questions, and we will listen to what you're, do you're telling us and most likely write it down, and we will try to get everybody's opinion on what they think should be done, okay? But they are listening sessions only. I stress that, listening sessions only, okay? Because the Pope, our bishop, and our priest here at Mary, Queen of Peace, have told us to stress that very much. They are listening sessions only, okay? We will have the results of those listening sessions in future announcements, okay? This will all get sent back to the diocese. The diocese will send it to the Pope. He will look at everything that he gets and see if he himself needs to change anything about the way things are done with mass, okay? So I would appreciate it if in the bulletin you have information on when the listening sessions are, okay? Um, please call down to Parish Center and register for one of them. There are a total of four right now. Two are in person and two are over Zoom. So I would stress that you register for one of them. Um, I know, I think we are presently still under, um, we can only have so many people at the parish center because of COVID restrictions. So I would stress that you register early enough that you get into one of those listening sessions. And if we see that we will need another session or a couple more sessions, we will schedule those. I thank you in advance. And once again, I, I can't help but stress that these are listening sessions. This is your chance to be heard. The Pope has asked us to tell you that, that he wants to hear from you. Doesn't matter what the priest tells him or the bishop tells him, he wants to hear from you. And we are there to listen to what you are telling us. So please register and come to one of our sessions. Thank you. Let us pray. Nourished by your saving gifts, we beseech your mercy, Lord, that by this same sacrament with which you feed us in the present age, you may make us partakers of life eternal. We make this prayer through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unit of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. The Lord be with you. And may Almighty God bless you the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Mass is ended. Go in peace. Glorify the Lord by your life. Amen.
Thanks be to God. As we go forth, we sing number 764, Lord Whose Love in Humble Service, number 764. <laughs> 